from month to month, a different pastor stands in this pulpit. But the same choir is blessing us month after month, week after week. Thanks be to God for uh, their faithfulness and their steadfastness. Please listen to the Word of God from the book of Hebrews, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, and then skipping over to chapter 2, beginning at verse 5. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the worlds. He is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being. And he sustains all things by his powerful word. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. Now God did not subject the coming world about which we are speaking to angels. But someone has testified somewhere, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, or mortals that you care for them? You have made them a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned them with glory and honor, subjecting all things under their feet. Now, in subjecting all things to them, God left nothing outside their control. As it is, we do not yet see everything in subjection to them, but we do see Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. It is fitting that God, for whom and through whom all things exist, in bringing many children to glory, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through suffering. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one Father. For this reason, Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. The word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. I suppose from time to time I have preached on an entire chapter of the Bible. Mostly when you step in the pulpit, you, uh, you preach on a, a passage, maybe a, a paragraph or so, sometimes uh, just on a single verse. Uh, really what I want to do today is, is dwell on about half a verse. How about that? Really, when you get right down to it, even less than half a verse, about five words. But here's the half a verse from Hebrews. By the grace of God, he might taste death 
for everyone. Man, I love that. Speaking about Jesus, by the grace of God, that's Hebrews part of chapter 2, verse 9. That by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. This verse is, I call it a treasure that is, as it were, is kind of lost in that New Testament attic called Hebrews. I mean, how long has it been since you've read Hebrews? And if you have read it, you've probably gotten bogged down rather quickly. This verse, these words are treasure. By the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. The New Testament writers, every one of them, were smitten by the love of God. And they employed so many rich metaphors to describe God's universal offer of salvation. Sadly, we have reduced this rich variety of language to a few stock phrases. So we go around saying, Christ died for me. Christ took my place on the cross. Jesus paid the price. It's not that there are anything wrong with those verses, although some of them really don't quite come out of Scripture. It's just that the, the New Testament is far richer than just those stock formulas. Flannery O'Connor said about us in the South that we are Christ-haunted, and a part of that uh, uh, milieu means that most of us are involved in the Billy Graham mode of evangelism. You've got to come down and, and make a personal decision. Faith becomes exclusively about God and me. Now, I've got no problem with that part of the faith. I'm glad that God and, and I... Uh, I hope know each other. I'm glad that, that this Hoosier with a school teacher father and a secretary mother who grew up across from the cornfields of central Indiana, I'm glad that there is this sense of relationship. But we have to be careful that we don't just reduce faith down to where it's just kind of me and God, me and my best buddy God upstairs. Charles Wesley, whose hymn we sang as we came in and whom we heard the choir so beautifully sing this morning, Charles Wesley knew about uh, the, the personal sense of, uh, of a relationship with God, but one of Charles Wesley's favorite words is the word all. In the hymn we sang this morning, I just counted it up, he uses the word all seven times, and just in that one hymn. That, that Jesus died for all. As uh, Hebrews puts it, he tasted death for everyone. And I want to suggest that if we're not careful and we just make this between, be between you and me and God, that we can, we, we can be in danger of getting a little bit too narrow and exclusive. Some of you have read and love C.S. Lewis's 1942 book, The Screwtape Letters. 
The screw tape letters are um, a series of letters written from a senior devil, screw tape, to his junior understudy, Wormwood. And screw tape is always trying to help Wormwood understand how we get people to hell. And uh, in one of the letters, um, Wormwood has to confess, well, my, my victim is starting to go to church now. What do I do? He's, he's going to church. Uh, we, we seem to be going in the wrong direction. And Screwtape says, don't, don't worry about him being in church. Have him take a look at his neighbor, uh, the person who's sitting next to him, and, and he'll see that that person has oily hair, and he won't like that person. And then have him look in the other direction, and he'll see somebody that's wearing a, a wardrobe that's way out of date, and, and, he, and he won't like that person. And, and then have him look back behind him. There's his, the person he buys his groceries from, who is oftentimes grouchy. And pretty soon our victim will beginning to think that he is superior to everybody else. And we've got him right where we want him. Keep him thinking, Wormwood, that he's better than other people. He tasted death for everyone. When I get right down to it, I really don't even want to preach on two words this morning. I'd just like to preach on one word, everyone. Everyone. He tasted death for everyone. What's the largest crowd you've ever been in? Anybody been to... Times Square on New Year's Eve, he tasted death for everyone there. Any of you go to Sanford Stadium yesterday? He tasted death for everyone there, even those Arkansas players. Maybe this is not the largest crowd you've ever been in, but maybe the most uh, tightly packed in that train that runs below Hartsfield, and you feel like you're in a can of sardines. He tasted death for everyone. Do you know how many people have lived and died in the history of this world? I do. I do because I asked my good friend Siri <laughs> yesterday. There have been since Adam and Eve, although this is not exactly the way Siri put it, she didn't start us with that, there have been 117 billion people that have lived since we got started. 117 of us. 117 billion of us. He tasted death for everyone. Now, in my younger days of preaching, I would have tried to explain that to you. I would have elaborated on the finer points of theology. I understand the finer points of theology. I'm reading Augustine's City of God right now. He spends 36 chapters talking on angels. That's more than I need to know. 
In my younger days, I would have tried to explain to you uh, what all this means. We, we said, let me unpack this for you. But as I grow older, I'm hoping my preaching is getting simpler. I don't mean simplistic, but I hope it's getting simpler. Taste of death for everyone. No detours in this sermon. No digressions in this sermon. Tasted death for everyone. If you want me to speculate over those who lived and died before Jesus, I'm not going to do that. You want to talk about the unbaptized? Go find somebody else to talk that with. Do you want to talk about those who are unrepentant? Find somebody else. Not going to be in this sermon. Do you want to talk about whether heaven has only 144,000 or maybe there are a few more there? Do you want to talk about what the population of hell is? Do you want to know whether you have to recite the sinner's prayer before you get in or whether Adolf Hitler is there? Talk to somebody else. He tasted death for everyone by the grace of God. Everyone means everyone. Or to translate that into southern, all means all, y'all. My time is drawing to a close in the pulpit this morning. I want to circle back to the C.S. Lewis theme for just a minute. If we could accept and embrace that he tasted death for everyone, I think it could radically change the way we love and accept others. If I start looking at everybody and realizing He tasted death for them, too. It just kind of shifts things. Earlier this week, I was driving home um, on Riverside Drive. I was heading south toward town. Coming up the sidewalk there on that busy road was a rather large person She was wearing a sleeveless top, flowered print. She caught my eye because she was slowly pushing an equally large wheelchair uphill. She was limping as she pushed. There was nothing in the wheelchair except an oversized bag. I assumed she was homeless. I don't know. I watched her because the traffic was really slow that day. I had time to watch her. She made it to the bus stop. I wondered where she was going. I realized it was a bus stop. She turned the chair, removed the bag, and sat in her wheelchair to await 
the next bus. That's it. I drove on. Maybe, maybe if I hadn't been working on this sermon that week, maybe I would not have given her a second thought. I don't know what you think about people that you think are homeless. I have varying thoughts about them. But I was driving under the influence that day. I was driving under the influence of Hebrews 2.9. He tasted death for everyone. Not just the driver of that, isk, of, uh, of that Prius, but for the one who was pushing that wheelchair. He died for you and for me and every single other one of the 116,999,999,998 of us created in God's image all who ever lived. Amen.